Welcome everyone to this 8, a kids book anthology podcast. Today we're going to be talking with 6 of the 8 creators that were involved in this anthology. Craig Perrell and Ben Palace couldn't make it due to time zone conflicts, uh, but the rest of us got the chance to talk for the first time together. Why don't we go around and everyone can introduce yourself and plug your websites. Alrighty, uh, my name is Mark Harmon. I'm not the actor from NCIS. Let's just make that clear right now. <laughs> My website is harmonillustration.blogspot.com. Uh, Denver Wagner, uh, denverwagner.com. Yeah, I'm uh, Lee Wiley at uh, wileyillustration.com. I'm, I am Michelle Condridge, and my website is michellecondridge.com. This is Sam Kirkman at samkirkman.blogspot.com. And I am Christopher Tupa at ctupa.com. And Craig Peral could not be here tonight. His website is craigperal.com. And Ben Powis could not make it as well. His website is benpowis.co.uk. So my first question for you guys is, what drew you to this project and why did you choose to do it? Okay, um, well, I think it's not really too complicated. I think one of the reasons... The biggest reason why I wanted to do it is because I've never done anything like it before in my life. So, I mean, the only sort of collaborations we'd ever done was just stuff in school, you know, just if there was some sort of small project. I mean, it sounded cool, and I had I had nothing to do at the time, so it was good. <laughs> Who's next? Denver? Oh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Um, I got involved because uh, illustrating kids' book is is what I wanted to be doing for the last uh, 10 or 15 years anyways. And this uh, seemed like the final uh, kick in the pants to actually do something. So uh, thank you very much, Chris, for inviting me. I, I hope it uh, leads me down uh, to do a, a bunch more. I think it will. Okay, what about you, Lee? Hey, uh, I felt like I had a severe lack of networking with other illustrators in my life, I think. The one that I was kind of networked with was Mark, and uh, after hearing about this project, I got really excited, so I was just really thankful to be fortunate to get get in and be a part of it. I think it's been really motivational for me being a being a dad and having a full time day job and and really wanting to illustrate and do that you know more this really helped me to kind of get on the ball. <laughs> That's kind of my reasons. Okay, your turn, Michelle. Um, I guess when I first, when Chris first uh, contacted me, I was still really new to, to pursuing illustration in general, and I definitely wanted to do kids' illustration. And so it was, I feel like I have a combination of Lee's reasons and Denver's reasons because I was, you know, I wanted to do kids' books, and I also didn't have much of a illustration network beyond Twitter. So um, it was a really great opportunity to create a fun little project and still get, you know, get critiques from other artists. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun to do. And I'm, I'm so glad that I was invited. I can't even remember how I got involved. Did you invite me, Denver? I, th- I, I think I mentioned it to Christopher. And then I think he uh, set something up on the uh, graphic novelist network. Oh, okay. Guess I could but somewhere along the line, I got involved in this, and I am excited about it, and I'm so very happy. And uh, like, just like with all of you guys, trying to get out there and, and get to know some folks, 
and this is my first big shoe, and and I couldn't be happier to be with the crowd that we're that we are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we've had a really solid first publication, and I'm really looking forward to the next one. Well, for me, it was a chance to work with other artists on a project uh, instead of just working all by myself, which as artists, we tend to spend a lot of time by ourselves. So it's kind of nice to work on a project with other people. Craig and I actually first talked about this idea and then, you know, we said, let's, let's do it. I've been a part of several comic book anthologies and uh, any small, you know, small indie press anthologies and st- stuff like that. And a lot of times you submit your story or, or you do art for someone's story and you never hear anything else about the book. You don't, you don't have anything else to do with it. And I wanted this anthology to be different. I wanted it to be more of a group project instead of just an editor accepting stories. And plus, it's a lot easier to market a book with eight people involved rather than just one. And you can reach markets and people that you wouldn't normally reach on your own. And also, I just wanted to thank you guys and, and uh, Craig and Ben, who couldn't be here, just for being a part of this project. I actually ended up contacting 50 artists to be part of this project, and we, we got it narrowed down to actually 14 uh, who committed to it, and, and as you know, six of them uh, didn't end up making it. So kudos to you guys for sticking with this project. Uh, I appreciate it, and I think we uh, we turned out a really awesome book. You mean it could have been 50 stories, 50 pages each, 50 different <laughs> artists, authors? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, big shout-out to Ben and Craig. Yes, just- and uh, uh, for Ben for supplying us the, the place to play. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Big shout out to Ben over at illopond.com. So if any of you listeners want to check it out, we've, we've got the whole process that we went through to create this book as well as new projects starting up over there. Illopond.com. Did you guys have any uh, any questions? Well, you know what? I, you know, I'm kind of worried that ours is the only one going. We discussed, you know, getting several working in conjunction, several different projects going. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I didn't mean to jump out of the chute and just, you know, take, you know, take the reins and... So if, if I, I would just want to encourage folks to start another uh, project, you know, get it going. That little ghouls and uh, creature one is another one that's going, but that Ben started. But has anybody got any ideas to to start up? For instance, that future comic. I definitely uh, want to get a, a Halloween book out for next year. Um, but right now, I'm I'm finishing up a a, a full length book that I want to finish this this year yet. Stack. And, yes. Deck. Right. And uh, I'm definitely interested in uh, getting on another project. And then, like I said, uh, maybe heading up the uh, some uh, kind of kid horror anthology next year, if anybody's interested in that. I would love to take a stab at doing something with kind of superhero orientation, you know. I think that could be a really fun thing, yeah. finding a, a theme for that. But uh, I... I am more than overwhelmed with what I'm doing right now, so I have no ambitions to take it on right at this moment. But yes. <laughs> well, what? You've just got a new kid. and <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But I, I think, you know, just because of my love of superheroes and comics, you know, I think eventually that would be something we'd like to explore. Stereotypical as the subject is, I think it would be very successful in the, in the format that we've created. Yeah, and it's one reason I'm so excited about the current project with the with the steampunk theme uh, because we are using the uh, the comic book style storytelling, which is really what I probably enjoy the most. Yeah, me too. I've been watching it, and it's looking really great so far. Oh, thanks, Michelle. They're doing yeah. stuff over there. You know, like before, like with our, our initial book, I'm kind of kind of worried. You know, there's a couple we haven't heard anything from. So, <laughs> have you heard anything from JJ? Ah, uh, from Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, just a congrats from him today. Oh, okay. <laughs> JJ's, you know, he's he's a pretty uh, 
he's a pretty focused guy, I'd say. He he gets into what he's going to do, and he sometimes will kind of drop off the radar for a little bit, but it doesn't mean he's not at it, you know? Okay, cool. Okay. Well, that's so not quite I, what happened with Ben on our first one, huh? I think last I talked to him specifically on that subject was probably a week and a half ago, and, and he said he had rust for his pages, um, more character concepts and more story outlines up, and felt like he just wasn't ready to show anything but you know I I told him you know just at any time please show us because we're all going to be at different stages no matter what um but it's so encouraging for us to share any any little tidbit I think it's really invigorating for each of us yeah and we're so much in everyone else's process so yes okay. I agree I, I took the liberty of posting the the drawing said he emailed to me so and, and I emailed him to let him know what I was doing but I didn't hear back from him so I hope that was okay with him. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm going to start sure your threads. No. <laughs> okay well that's good. Well you, you know you don't like to jump the gun or anything so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Slow easy going that's me. Sam's kicking our butt man he's almost done. <laughs> I know right. <laughs> what the heck. Impatient, but you'll notice that the reason why is because I have so many changes that I have to make along the way. You haven't noticed that, have you? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to get a bunch done early. That way it can all be done in time. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and adding, adding Mark's girly hand to your panel was just awesome. Isn't that lovely? I think that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know when uh, you want to have it, uh, a deadline, a release for this? Have you talked about it? For the Steampunk? Yeah. We're trying to get it done by February. And to the printers in time so that, well, I thought I was going to be able to get a table for WonderCon. Last year, they, the tables were filled up by November. This year, two months ago, they were filled up by the 1st of September. So I got on the waiting list, I hope. I sent in, uh, faxed in the, the application and everything. I haven't heard from him yet. I'm going to call pretty soon and say, hey, am I on the waiting list? But that's, was, that was the goal, was to have that and our kids' book and uh, my first comic and maybe even number two. Available for WonderCon, you know. I and, think it's still a good plan to shoot for, you know. Yeah. You never know what could happen because, you know, there's such, from what I've gathered on online, there's such a steampunk audience that that is there at that convention. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, something like this would be not only, you know, well-received, but different and unique because of the format that we have established yeah, something I haven't seen before. So that that's the, that was the goal. That's the goal, and I, I and perhaps I may even be able to uh, get in with someone who has a table, you know, that has space because a lot of the tables, especially in small press, are big enough to accommodate, you know, a couple of a couple of folks. Mm -hmm. If I and if I do get uh, if I do get in, Michelle, are you still going to be able to? Um, where where is that? When is that? San Francisco, April? Uh, no, uh, March, April. Yeah, April second, third, and fourth. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, our, our lives are sort of month by month at this point in terms of our plans, but keep me updated. Oh, sure. I would, I would love to go if that, if that's an option, but. Yeah. And I anybody mean, else, of course, you know, but I know how, the further you are away, the harder it gets is to get out here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely, I don't have specific plans for those days yet, but, uh, yeah, keep me updated. Cool. Okay. It is a great con. There's lots of lots of good programs, and that's the only thing I've never tabled before, so I won't be able to go to those, but that's all right. But that's what I'm hoping. Just real quickly, I know this is probably out of the blue, but <laughs> it was just something I thought you guys might be interested to hear. I have a, I have a step-uncle who is a movie and television writer, and uh, he actually 
Facebook me today, just really excited that he uh, bought a copy of our book. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> cool. And I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of cool. You know, somebody who, who kind of has a presence in some of the, the Hollywood stuff is not only taking interest in our first project, but probably will, you know, be interested in our future projects. And yeah. I, I thought that was kind of a neat thing. What do you say yeah, about it? Oh, I... I he just ordered it today, but he oh. uh, he's definitely thrilled to get it. And in fact, you know, it kind of went out of his way to tell me about it. I thought it was really cool, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So still I can just see five. Nick the cat, the movie. What, what was that, man? I said I can see Nick Knack the cat, the movie. And <laughs> <laughs> <In Sullivan. laughs> I hate how that one ends. It's such a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Every time I read it to my kids. They just like again, again. <laughs> they, just, awesome. they just want to read you, the cat pooping. Do you story. read all seventy pages? Because <laughs> if you're not reading Bradley's Crans to them every day, I'll hunt you down. And <laughs> I'll find. Do you guys want to read the robot? They're like, no, read cat pooping. <laughs> <laughs> no, the robot's the best. No, no, robot's not. I'm in the same boat. I made my best friend's a mummy for my daughter. It's, I mean, it's it's made for her, and whenever I show it to her, she's like, eh. She really likes the robot and uh, the frog and the crayons. Whenever she reads the story with the crayons, she always gets her crayons out in colors. And when I was reading her the frog story, when it gets to the part where he's worried about if he doesn't win, she gets really concerned and like, well, what's going to happen? Even though I've read it to her a couple of times, every time she, she gets really worried. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Yeah, when, she, when I read her knickknack. She always wants to know whether he did a number one or a number two. And I'm like, well, that's up to your imagination. <laughs> the suspense. <laughs> that's right. The ambiguity never hurt anybody. It's open to interpretation. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest mystery to be solved of our anthology. <laughs> and this one, what about the next? Hey. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. Uh, Jose Gonzalez, on, you know, Gonzalez on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he direct messaged me. He says, Sam, because I was calling it Steamer 8 at that time. <laughs> he said, you better look out because that's kind of, you know. <laughs> so, hey, I, I'm sorry, guys. I've got to get off this this excrement thing. But, he, <laughs> but that's what he said, that, you know, it could be taken for that. Some other people's stuff. <laughs> that's funny. Kind of, a, kind of a theme going on here. <laughs> Subliminal <laughs> theme. Everybody likes potty humor. Come on. <laughs> Hey, kids love it. Yeah, I know. I love it. <laughs> well, what do you think about the possibilities that we're looking at? Because I get excited. Of course, I always get excited. That's, you know, that's my nature. But, I mean, I see lots of possibilities in where we can go with all this, you guys. Yeah, I do too. I might be overly optimistic, but I think we're really on to something here. And every, all you guys are so, uh, you know, talented. And I think you, uh, the attitudes are awesome. So... You know, I think we, if we, what we uh, put our minds to, I think we could help out our each of our futures. You know, by I think uh, so, being- yeah, absolutely. And um, with- oh, go ahead. Um, I, I was just gonna say, I'm sending a couple of the books this weekend. One to um, John Woodward from Zero to Illo. Oh, good. And um, he is going to do a feature on it once once he gets it, because um, he said that cool. he's going to be doing a lot of a lot of posts and and podcasts and things about self-publishing and and sort of taking the reins yourself so he was really he thought it fit in perfectly he was really excited great wow good job michelle yeah Yeah, he's really nice did you see his uh new business thing that he's setting up with uh 
uh, endangered animals, uh, onesies and t-shirts and bags. No, and stuff I like missed that. it. Oh, cool. Awesome. I, I can't remember the name of this, the website, but it looks like some cool stuff. Using his design? that, uh, that yeah. yeah, his collage style, oh, and he cool. just, uh, it's really neat. Did he post about it on Zero to Illo or just his own? Personal I'm assuming <laughs> he's still online, but I think he might be him. Yeah, he's still showing up that he's there. Yeah, I think all these, you know, the, you know, obviously we're we're pretty close to getting able to do this uh, this interview with Mr. Chris Oatley. Being able to be involved with some of these these podcasts that you know many artists are out there listening to, and you know maybe some non-artists. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think we're we're going to open up a lot of possibilities there because. We're going to, you know, be networking with basically the listeners. You know, we're going to be able to share the stories, the ideas, the, you know, the forum at Illop. So, you know, we may get just more involvement and more more projects will will just come from that. And that that is really exciting. You know, we could see some drastic growth in the participation that we have there, you know, because of those type of things. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Do you think that um, the Elopon will be able to take it? Because I notice all the limitations that he's having to put up for, like, file size and number of files and, and things like that. It's, it's a free site, right? It's WordPress, isn't it? Ah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not positive. I think, I think okay. it is. Okay. If anything, we'll have to go back to, you know, more of the, you know, the uploading to a host site and then posting the image tags. You know, that yeah. isn't as convenient, yeah. but uh, it's it's never out of the, out of the question. Yeah. Who was around it, and what Clint Sutton brought out—that's that's exciting too, isn't it? What he's proposed. oh yes, yeah, yeah. sky's that, limit. <laughs> yeah, and even and even on that note, I mean, with with what he, you know, this idea he's come up with, you know, doing the podcast can definitely bring more attention that way, and you know, that could take off on its own as well. Yeah. So, Mark, are you still going to be able to make it to Upfair? Um. That is a very good question. I have no, I have no idea. <clears throat> I mean, I'd sure love to, but as of right now, it's it's not looking too good that I'm going to make it. But yes. you know, miracles happen, so I don't know. Is it mostly financial? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't have a day job right now, so it's not any sort of getting time off or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, what are the prices of plane tickets and stuff like that you've looked at? He's going Greyhound, right, baby? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like something I was leaving on a Greyhound. <laughs> Shoot. I just think it, it looks like such a cool uh, idea. I hope it it, it turns out uh, good for those guys. You know, I hope it becomes an annual. You know, so even if you don't make it this year, Mark, maybe a couple of us get down there. You know, next year or the year after or something. Yeah. 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 That'd be amazing. I mean, I'm not going to be totally heartbroken, you know, if I don't make it this, because it's just the first show. Yeah. And, you know, and usually I would I would think that the first show on anything is not the best. Not, not like, downplaying them or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, usually when something first starts out, it's usually not very big, and then it builds momentum. So, I mean, if I don't make it to the first show, I'll definitely still shoot for the next one and the next one, you know? Well, that's true, too. Yeah. A quick idea for a uh, for a future project that uh, I was talking about with uh, my friend Shay the other day. <coughs> it would be really cool if uh, there was a an anthology 
of uh, books that was all 8-bit style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be the 8-bit anthology. <laughs> that would be cool. It just fit in perfectly. How do you even make that stuff? Uh, Illustrator's actually got some good tools for it, or even if you use, uh, depending how you do it, you could use some filters in Photoshop that would give you some pixelated effects. But uh, Illustrator would probably pre be pretty easy. You could build all your shapes. Even Flash wouldn't be too bad. Build all your blocks and, and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know if that would be create a lot of interest, but I don't know. I think it's maybe just due to the fact that um, our generation, um, well, Sam, I, I don't know about you. <laughs> I was alive during your generation. But yeah, I might I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if you grew up with Nintendo the way some of us did. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, it's really interesting. You see so much of the pop culture being influenced by 80s culture with the 8-bit style. And it's just kind of a, I don't know, an interesting thought that, you know, maybe something like that could be could be a, a fun project. Oh, uh, Luis Escobar. There's several others that are involved in um, illustrate. I mean, uh, animation, too. If they could get that, uh, you know, perhaps a, an a, a, um, animated uh, anthology. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And Shay, Shay had mentioned, you know, he posted on there that's something he wants to do because that's what he's into is the animation stuff yeah. um, I think at some point that could be really awesome yeah I really wish there was like 10 more hours a day man <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to animate you know yeah. I'm still trying to uh, just draw and paint good you know <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to like get by without sleeping <laughs> I think that <laughs> would fit me like I'd be much more productive if I didn't have to sleep I'd say if I could give up the day job or sleep, I'd be a happy man. <laughs> one of them, I just, both of them are. Yeah. We actually had a nutritionist come to my work and give us the lowdown on living healthy and eating healthy. And, her, and one of her big things was no more caffeine. So I've cut out all caffeine, and I was like, no, that's what I need to survive. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to prove that to me. <laughs> the illustrator's lifeblood. <laughs> yeah <laughs> proof okay do your own little little presentation on on the workers health <laughs> one of these days guys one of these days that's what's driving me to is trying to quit the J job it's driving me nuts <laughs> it's beneficial in some ways because it allows me time to to fit, uh, to sit and meditate and think on things and then when I get home to to apply them but uh, there's other pressures involved in retail <laughs> that can drive a person crazy. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing about my job. I sit in front of a computer all day, so I have a lot of time to think about my art, and so I kind of storyboard it in my head and usually sketch it out, and that way by the time I get home, I've got it all worked out already, and so I can just hit the ground running. Yeah. It takes a lot of positive thought. You guys, <laughs> you guys better hope your bosses don't listen to this. <laughs> I hope never on Twitter seen me post my my pressure washer pictures. <laughs> 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 uh.
We got a dream. I just use your job as your your uh, employment is just sort of a way to help me in my my real ambitions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ulterior motive. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's be I don't honest. want to get deep into this or anything, but you know, there's the uh, this new idea in business that you know, paying somebody just for the hours that they're there is kind of ridiculous. You know, yeah. I mean, if they pay for results, then I understand, but. If I have to be there for 10 hours, I mean, of course, my mind's going to wander a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you got a lot of downtime, Denver? Uh, kind of. Kind of? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have anybody over my shoulder all day or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm on my own schedule there. Mm-hmm. But again, it's I could probably do everything I need to do in eight hours instead of 10 hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead yeah. of wasting those six, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's that's the way that they have it set up, and what am I going to do about it? You know. Yeah. Trying to t- change a a whole established paradigm. Are you trying to take down the man? Yeah. <laughs> Someday, guys. All right. <laughs> oh, how's your cold, Michelle? <laughs> Better today, thank you. Everybody's been. I'm that, so. I've actually been working a temp job for a few weeks, and. Last week, it was a little rough. Was, you know, it's like data entry, and I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> it wasn't working very well, but <laughs> money's good. You are. No, you just got to have that. Got to have that moolah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we, um, since we, we moved to Denver at the beginning of August, and so I quit my job in New York City, so I was sort of forced into full-time illustration. So being back at in an office all day long is a little, a little bit of torture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, but I do find that when I don't have all day to do the work, then it's, it's like my creativity's pent up. And then when I get home, I think I'll appreciate having my days back when I do, because, you know, I get home and then I have all these things I want to work on and just a couple of hours to do them. So yeah, bittersweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there, there are benefits to the day job emotionally and creativity, creatively, because that does allow you that, uh, that spring to, when you do get into it, yeah, really dive in. But it takes so much time. Well, the cool thing about my job is since I sit in front of a computer all day, I have plenty of time to email and post and reply to threads, and uh, that stuff takes a lot of time to do all of that. And if I had to do that at home, that would cut into my art time. So. Thankfully, I, I can sneak that in during the day. It helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I'll confess my sins and say I do that as well. <laughs> Confession time. <laughs> what is your line, Chris? Oh, I actually work for a uh, electrical cooperative that supplies electricity to rural rural communities, and uh, I do the mapping and the IT which is pretty funny because I, I used to do graphic design for 10 years and I got this job because no one else wants to work on a computer. They want to be outside building power lines. So uh, I kind of got stuck with the inside job, but it works out because, like I said, I get to use the computer all day. Ah, oh, cool. Well, since we're uh, on the topic of jobs, uh, why don't we just go around and everybody can just talk a little bit about their day job. Who first? <laughs> you go ahead, Sam. <laughs> I'm a live nursery yes. sales specialist for Lowe's Home Improvement Center. I sell plants. 
Nice. <laughs> that where some of the inspiration for Groove came from. Woohoo! <laughs> yep. Do you do you snap photos of plant reference all day? How did you know? <laughs> yeah, I just emailed myself a few this morning. That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I am around inspiration all day long. I guess I, I, I honestly, in that that part, I love my job. It's the uh, the human. Part of the equation, the selfish, thoughtless, I want my stuff now part of the equation that gets really old. Yeah. You get all of them. <laughs> Dealing with the general public yeah. in general is kind of that way. Yeah. If you want good service, be a good customer. That's all I ask. <laughs> That's why we all want to work by ourselves. Yes. <laughs> I'm a recluse by nature, okay? <laughs> Who next? Um, well, I used to work for a clothing designer doing a, a desk job um, that was just sort of, I stumbled into. Um, and then since we've moved to Denver, other than this, this temp job that I've been doing for a few weeks, um, I'm basically just illustrating most of the time. You know, it's, I'm not at a full-time illustrator, quote-unquote, salary just yet, but um, things are picking up and... We're getting by, so it's it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. I work for a, uh, a software company. They do specialize in like e-learning, um, and I work on the design team there. So uh, I work mostly with uh, Adobe Flash. Um, there, we do a lot of just kind of animations, like we animate text that gives information about whatever the subject of a project is. Um, we do animations to illustrate ideas or concepts um, that they are teaching in these uh, trainings. Um, we, do, we do stuff from like, you know, the Adobe Suites to Microsoft Office to lots of IT um, type training. Um, sometimes we do for um, private businesses and stuff. They want trainings for their employees, so sometimes we get um, projects like that, but for the most part, I work with a really a really talented and enthusiastic group of artists, most of them graphic designers, some of them uh, animators, and I'm the only quote-unquote illustrator there, so my perspective is sometimes a little different, and Hopefully that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoy it. We get we get pretty ruckus at times just because when you get, you know, there's about eight of us there. When you get about eight creative people together in the same room, you know what happens. So so it, in a lot of ways, is a very, a very fulfilling job, you know, but it has its mundane moments as well. But uh, I do enjoy it. It it pays the bills and it uh, has some good, you know, creative fulfillment. I'd say. Yeah. I uh, I've actually been vying to help Mark get back down here. Mark and I went to school together down here, and uh, been vying to try to help him get down here and hopefully secure a job with our team there, which would be really cool. Oh wow! If uh, if he could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I work in science, uh, and it's it's okay, I guess, for the most part. I, I've been in it for um, over ten years, and 
the one thing that it, it really has helped with, um, you know, just kind of learning, uh, you know, design and artwork and layouts and all that kind of stuff on computers, and then, uh, you know, the taking that from a screen and then making it, you know, 20 feet tall. Uh, actually doing the process from start to beginning, you know, you can really see how a uh, what uh, what actually looks good in actual production, you know what I mean? Or I, th I think sometimes uh, artists who don't see the, don't go through the process from beginning to end in a project will design something awesome on a computer, but then you know, you blow that up to fit on a wall or a billboard or something, and it's like, you know, it, things uh, become more noticeable and wrong. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, that is one of the worst parts about signs is that, um, you know, I wish I could do a lot more of the design side of it, but you'll get customers come in with uh, just bad, horrible drawings and designs. And you're like, so you want us to fix this up? And they're like, no, this is it. This is what we want blown up to, you know, 15 feet. <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> like, well, we won't put our name at the bottom of, of this one, you know. <laughs> I would say more often than not, it's people don't understand. Uh, everybody thinks they're an artist. I, I, I mean, that's the one thing I've uh, learned in signs. Mm. They don't want to pay you a little extra to either fix up their idea or come up with an idea. Their idea is perfect. They just want it big. <laughs> Have you ever visited clientsfromhell.com? <laughs> There's uh, true life stories there that just make you shake your head and also you go, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Mark, you mentioned you do construction. Are you doing? Are you, is that what you're doing now? I no, not right now. Like I've done it probably every summer since I was 15 or so. Because my my dad and uncle own a construction company, and so I just do that during the summers. But I go to um, do everything from digging in people's septic tanks, walking through poop, and, <laughs> and, then, and then building log cabins. So, I mean, that's done cool. pretty much everything. So, did you get to build the log cabin that you're living in now? No, the, the house we're in now, we built it when I was probably like four. So, I probably didn't help too much. <laughs> I think I just like ate some dirt or something. <laughs> Clean up this dirt but, pile, boy. Do you like it up there, though? Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. I mean, if you like, I mean, it's, well, okay, it's it's fantastic for an illustrator because you know there's not a person within fifty mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's good that way. What about the scenery? Is it beautiful? Oh, oh yeah, the scenery is gorgeous. Yeah, that's one of the things that brought me up to California. Yeah, we went to Oregon this past summer, and man, it's so gorgeous up there. Total opposite from where I live in, in South Texas, and the whole flight back, man, I just wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing about Texas. Yeah. It is big. It is flat. And most of it is from horizon to horizon. Yeah, my, uh, my wife and I went on our honeymoon to Oregon, and we went to, we were at Long Beach, Washington, and then we just went down the coast to Astoria and 
Oceanside, went to Haystack Rock and stuff, and oh man, when I was there, I just, I fell in love. And I, I didn't want to leave either. Uh, so I guess we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I just want to say thanks again, guys, for being part of this. It was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot from the forums and reading everybody's comments, not only on my art but each other's art. And You learned a lot by seeing what other people are commenting on other people's art and uh, look forward to many more projects with you guys. Same here, buddy. Yeah. 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 Ditto, thanks man. Thanks for organizing. Okay, Chris. All right. Thanks, Same Chris. here. Better. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Take care, everybody. We'll do it again. Sounds good. Okay. Bye.